Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need. We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now... Let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. 
Welcome back to another episode of the I Want Your Flex podcast. He is Mike Carmen, where you can get him on Twitter at Swollen Dome. And yeah, you can find me on Twitter again at Dan Beyer on Fox. Back in action. That's a good sign for the 2022 season, Mike. Social media is in full force. And now we've got a regular season as the preseason games now in our rearview mirror. Shock and awe. It starts so quickly and bam, it's like getting run into by insert power running back here. For the purposes of our age and maybe getting people to take a history lesson, we'll just use Earl Campbell as our reference point in terms of smashing you in the face with training camp practices and into the preseason. So we got something special for you in this episode. A little bit later on, we're going to start our top 50 draft. Mike and I are going to do the first 25 picks of who we think should go in your draft in a half-point PPR league. It's the middle point of those who play standard leagues and those who play full-point PPR. So we try to customize it to the best of both worlds. We're going to do a half-point PPR draft. Top 50 players in our first 25 will be coming off the board later on this episode. However, we start with the preseason storylines, Mike, now that the preseason games are in our rearview mirror. And I guess my first storyline, obviously close to home as I'm a Seahawks fan, is that Geno Smith did win the starting job in Seattle. And that's one of the one of the reasons, one of the things that, that stood out to me. If Drew Locke gets the job, I'm a little higher on DK Metcalf. I'm a little higher on Tyler Lockett. But now that it's Geno Smith's job, it changes things with the, the wide receivers. With the running backs... That situation is also interesting because throughout the preseason, Kenneth Walker, their second-round pick out of Michigan State, ends up having a hernia issue that needed to be worked on. We don't necessarily know his availability early on in the season. And now you have Rashad Penny, who was a darling for so many in the fantasy world last year. I actually give Rashad Penny a bit of a bump heading into the season and kind of take away from some of the other Seahawks after Geno Smith was named the starter. Yeah, so long as he can stay healthy. And off the jump, he is your guy. So for Dragon purposes, uh, go and grab him accordingly, waiting for uh, Walker to get himself back in full effect. And it's something that you and I have talked about as well. Like, these seasons are so long now where if Kenneth Walker does come back healthy, he's maybe the guy down the stretch that Seattle goes to. But in the in, in the early parts, you just think Penny is your guy. And if Penny is rolling – Sands the injury part that you bring up and so many know about Penny and his health. I just think it's really good value for Rashad Penny at this point, even with their young offensive line. Certainly where he's rolling along. Obviously, we look at Green Bay, one of the big storylines, and no, we're not going to get deep into Aaron Rodgers hanging out with Joe Rogan. No, we just go to on the field to play and the expectation that the running backs rule the day. A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones, obviously both heavy runners, but they'll be big in the passing game. Remember, your place replacing 169 targets left and voided by Devontae Adams. So one guy I think that's gone onto the radar is Tunyon. Not that we saw anything in the preseason to say, hey, he's back and ready to roll. Uh, But just looking at the way the targets have to go down, if you have to take a flyer in the receiving core, then Dobbs seems to be the guy that's made the biggest splash. Fortunately, you're not going to have to reach too highly because there's not a lot of great expectations. Uh, It's kind of like picking someone out of the New England running back room for years on end. Which guy is going to be the favorite for Bill Belichick that week? I know. Right? So Because that's one of the other storylines I was looking at is the dismissiveness that Bill Belichick and company suddenly forgot how to coach football. 
Sure. And, that's, and it's going to be an abject failure and disaster. Is there anybody that you reach for for fantasy purposes outside of Stevenson and Damian Harris as two or three, however you're drafting them? No, uh, but it still makes it intriguing. I did take Damian Harris at a draft this past weekend. And knowing the headaches that came along with it, but it's kind of like the James Conner conversations that we have had mm-hmm. in, in in other episodes of how, how do you shy away from the touchdowns? Like, is Damian Harris going to score 15 touchdowns? Probably not. But your point about Belichick uh, is, did he just forget about football? Do you think if they get in short yarded situations, they're going to move away from Damian Harris? Like so, so what is going to be the regression really when it comes to the Patriots running back? Even though you have that two headed and maybe three headed monster, or whatever you have, I still feel that there's value with what we've got with Damian Harris in New England. Yeah, even if Harris regresses back to, what, 10, 8 touchdowns, it's still going to be among the leaders in the NFL. You look at Hunter Henry, we'll see if Jonu Smith is more of the receiving option they anticipated when they brought him in last year. But otherwise, Harris is proved himself as a short yardage and particularly a goal line back, Bill Belichick's not running away from that. Okay, that's one proven concept in whatever they're building for that offense. That part they could block in a box and just put off to the side while building everything else. Get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. Here's another storyline. and I, I Honestly, Mike, I don't know how to handle this because Brian Robinson got shot. Yes, shot twice. Yes, and what what could have been an absolute tragic uh, situation in DC over the weekend has at least we've we've heard positive things. The initial report: stable conditions, non life threatening injuries. Ron Rivera spoke on Monday uh, about Robinson's condition. Report saying that he could be back uh, later on the season, but that was a spot where Brian Robinson was being taken. Earlier in drafts, and you never would have thought uh, when the, the you know NFL draft comes around and he's taken in the third round. Antonio Gibson almost doing special teams work. Now with Robinson's situation, I just wonder how that plays out in D.C. Is it Antonio Gibson's job again? I would assume that's probably the case, even though he's got his fumbling issues. But I think you're going to see quite a boost from Antonio Gibson. And now Brian Robinson basically undraftable if you're having drafts. Yeah, Gibson slides back into a back end two, high end three with like a lot of wishing wanting and hoping because someone has to be the mail carrier and Jared Patterson and JD McKissick that's not how they're built that's not their role in the offense so someone's got to eat up some carries so one thing that might be in play is there's some rumors of Alexander Madison insert the song here uh, and several other running backs that might be in for trade potential guys that have fallen out of favor are on the back end of depth charts Here's my last storyline that I think is interesting, and I know it kind of hits home to you, even though it's not really home. Mitchell Trubisky's, I, by all my signs, guy. yeah, he's your guy. He's going to be the starter in Pittsburgh. And there does seem to be, um, I, I think Deontay Johnson gets a boost, even though he dinged up his shoulder in the, the preseason finale against the Lions. Uh, we love Najee Harris. We talked about him in earlier episodes. I you know I I don't know if it's the the best move for the for the Steelers long term it's it's to be seen but at least fantasy wise I think all of the Steelers get a bit of a boost because Mitchell Trubisky ends up getting the job. 
Well, it's easier from a coaching perspective, and I'm sure you covered this on your Sunday afternoon show and certainly sitting with Doug Gottlieb, something I've been banging the drum from all along, uh, is traditionally it's easier to take the veteran off the jump, and if he struggles and things are going awry, bring the young guy in, and then he's playing for lack of a better term, because I hate it, but it's house money, right? Mm-hmm. He's a Pittsburgh guy. Everybody's waiting to come in, and nobody has grand expectations that the rookie is going to come in and be a 27-3 and touchdown to inter- interception ratio guy. So you have that at play. I always argue if the guy ha- needs to be benched, he needs to be benched, and if that's going to room him psychologically, then he was never your guy. So I fall on the other side of that. But I understand Trubisky didn't go out and lose the job. So that's something to watch. Uh, Little fears for the Pittsburgh offense overall. The offensive line seeing how those five guys gel. There is a report now starting to circulate that Harris is dealing with a Liz Frank injury. Not a tear, but something that's kind of bugging him a bit. Something to monitor. Yeah, certainly. If he's in the field, he's going to have a huge workload as a runner and receiver, no ch- no, no, doubt about that. Uh, Fryermuth is a guy that's on the back end of your TN, T, TNs. I am struggling. Um, <laughs> part of it is just this in, in my head. It's really kind of disconcerting at points. Um, <laughs> let, let me go back to Fryermuth. Okay, that's fine. In three, two... And then you got Fryermuth, who's being drafted as a back end tight end one. I think he'd have a bigger role with Pickett, but he'll certainly be viable with Trubisky under center. I'm intrigued to see what Mike Tomlin's offense has here and what Matt Canada, how creative he gets. I I I just look at it this way. I I thought if Pittsburgh wanted to start the next generation, you go with Kenny Pickett. Like, like, Like move on. I, I said I think Pittsburgh has this fear of going six and eleven, of five and twelve because like, that's just not the Steelers. It's not the Steelers' way. Breaks the streak, Dan. Yes, absolutely. That that is not a Pittsburgh thing to do. However, I do just think that when it comes to the fantasy values of those guys, and the, and this this Trubisky conversation is so interesting because there it's almost like there's three camps mike instead of like one side or the other there's the Mitchell Trubisky second overall pick bust or not a bust and then it's it, was it on Matt Nagy's in the bears shoulders like there's this it's just this weird sort of way where there's maybe all Trubisky fans and then there's no Trubisky fans and then there's just the ones that blame Matt Nagy that that that's what it I seems. Think he certainly owns his share of the blame, particularly if Justin Fields ends up becoming anything of value. Yeah. then it's a, a larger question of how you ran the offense. And not that Trubisky's a guy that was going to sprint around and be a sixty to seventy yard rushing guy each week, but he was a guy that could get to the edges. And mm-hmm. the fact that those were never called and designed, likewise with Fields last year, it's like you're leaving something that's a big part of their games just locked away that you're not even bringing into the into the tool set. 
and then you know you've had a bad offensive line. How do you not account for that? And that's something that I'd like to think after a year in Buffalo, uh, maybe a little louder, trying to make sure he fights for his second chance as a starter, but certainly going to Pittsburgh where that's one of the concerns, that that became part of the discussions with Matt Canada to say, hey, here's what we got, here's what we could do, and maybe they get a little more creative in that respect. I saw a tweet that listed Mitchell Trubisky, Andy Dalton, Nick Foles, and Justin Fields and rattled off their preseason stats. And they were impressive. <laughs> they were they were impressive, but it was such an anti-Matt Nagy tweet. This be like look at what this guy has done to these quarterbacks. And that's why so I find it I find it interesting and I also find it interesting Mike that it's in a tweet like that that now we consider the preseason to be important. Where to to prove a point that a guy was a bum because these quarterbacks are you know thriving, I just I that tweet needed to wait until about week four or five, and I know that Andy Dalton's not going to be starting in New Orleans, so there wouldn't be anything there. But if Trubisky and Fields have enough success, I think that's enough of an indictment on Matt Nagy than to cash in your chips after the final preseason game. Oh, I would, I would concur. But, you know, you take your wins when they pop up, Dan. And certainly I think part of it for any of those that thought Trubisky from a media standpoint, fan standpoint, whatever, might have gotten a raw deal is I think they were a little upset. And, and I, I can speak to this because it's some a way I felt for, and still analyze that situation is that there was a lot of dismissiveness about what Trubisky was able to do, yet everybody would trumpet the fact that Matt Nagy got to the playoffs twice. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and it's like Trubisky did was your quarterback, so he gets no credit. Quite a contradiction. They weren't yeah. able to work the offense in spots to be advantageous and successful, but he gets no credit for that. That's all Matt Nagy creating something out of air. I, I think that was part of the, the problem is it, the number of people that still held giant buckets of water for the acumen of Matt Nagy while concurrently saying, well, look at the trash he was dealing with. You can't have it both ways. It's the, if, you know, it is kind of a bit of a package deal, to your point, if you're getting success. And again, the, the double doink was a double doink. Where, where, where not well, only it, right? did, did it hit once, like it hit twice. So it had two opportunities to go in. Like we, we used double doink on the Cody Parkey field goal as such a description of almost the Matt Nagy era. But what it doesn't say, or even the Mitchell Trubisky era, what it doesn't say is that it had not one but two opportunities to actually go through and win the game, and it didn't happen for Chicago. So. But we look at it as such a negative, and it's like, man, it's maybe just bad luck that it didn't happen. And now I'll see Cody Parkey's uh, kick in my dreams when I try to lay down later. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> Sorry. Um, anything else preseason-wise that you want to get off your chest before we get into the top 50? Well, I think owing back to the Belichick discussion, the same thing in Kansas City, the absence of Tyreek Hill is suddenly going to shut this down. Patrick Mahomes doesn't know how to play quarterback. The rest of these receivers are a bunch of guys that you picked up off the street. And Andy Reid never had success in Philadelphia without a bunch of all-stars. At least that's how I read yeah. between the lines. Yeah, well, know uh, you, know, you know what happened to me with the Chiefs? I started to get lured into the CEH, now the unquestioned yeah. lead back in Kansas City. That was the, like, this is the guy. You can talk about Ronald Jones and Jarek McKinnon and Pacheco and all these other other guys, but 
in the end, CEH is the number one guy. And so that is you know, it is it has been a it has been a a, a love hate relationship with me and Clyde Edwards Elaire over the last two years. Mostly hate. And uh it's <laughs> right when I was able to separate myself, Mike, th- they start reeling me back in, being like, He is the guy. Like he is he is the unquestioned guy in Kansas City. And I'm like, Well, we've it, his truly his his best game may have been the first game he ever played. Which was that Thursday night sure. game against the Texans after they won the Super Bowl in you know 2020? He was you know he scored a touchdown to get over 100 yards. Like that may have been he had a good game against the Raiders at one point as well. But that's what that's what reeled me in with the Chiefs. And I I'm glad you brought it up because I was actually going to leave it on the sidelines, but I, I was able to get in my CEH uh, therapy for today. No, we have to do that. That's part of it is the couch therapy because you know what? You weren't alone Sure. in terms of high draft selections a year ago. And now because of the way the Kansas City offense changes with Travis Kelsey and a bunch of new parts and guys trying to take on bigger roles, Michael Hartman already hurt. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, what's he going to be this season? MBS coming over from Green Bay. You got a lot of new component pieces. And then there's CEH waving at you again. I think Juju... This may be this may be an overstatement, but I honestly think that his status is one of the top five most intriguing fantasy storylines that we can we will see. The reason, Mike, is because of everything you laid out with Kansas City, and also about his time with Pittsburgh, and then what it means for Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, and and what it did. Remember, Antonio Brown was so mad that Juju got Team MVP. And then Juju was, you know, resigned to a, you know, four catches for eight yards roll with Ben Roethlisberger over the last two seasons. <laughs> like, like if, like, there is the real possibility that he could really, really reemerge in Kansas City, and I think that that is super intriguing. Ranked twenty eighth on my wide receiver board coming in, but a guy that I've certainly had circled a while, trying to figure out exactly what to do with him. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now that we've got the preseason storylines out of the way, Mike, let's dive into our draft. We're going to be taking the top 25 guys. We're going to do 50, but we're going to leave the last 25 for our next episodes. But these are the top 25 guys that you should draft in your fantasy league, doing it on a half-point PPR basis. Let's get it going, Mike. I'm going to take the first overall pick because I know who you're going to take number one overall. We've talked about it in the previous episodes. I'll get the odd picks. You get the even picks. With the first overall pick, I'm taking Cole running back Jonathan Taylor because it allows me then to find out who Mike Harmon would take second in a draft because if you've listened to previous episodes we know that Jonathan Taylor would go numero uno so Jonathan Taylor goes number one Austin Eckler of your Los Angeles Chargers at number two interesting now I completely agree with you but we see so many rankings of Christian McCaffrey Dalvin Cook Derrick Henry and there's just I, I I'm with you I go with the injury uh situations with those three backs not that Eckler isn't uh free of 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 maybe being dinged up here and there but it's that um it's his offense 
there's a lot there. There's a lot there for a reason to take Austin Eckler, too. Well, that's it. I mean, you look at Minnesota, you got a lot of things spread out, and Dalvin Cook is a guy. And I, I mentioned Madison perhaps getting traded, but uh, Dalvin Cook's a guy that I would consider there, certainly. Harris, the Liz Frank thing, leaves me a little reticent, and Henry doesn't catch the ball. And you know my feelings on McCaffrey. I yeah. did a 10-minute monologue on that uh, on an early episode. So Eckler moves back up. And if the Chargers offense is going to be everybody, every, everything everybody wants it to be, he's the guy that drives the bus. I know there's probably going to be some regression. But the way that the Rams used Cooper Cup last year, whether they were winning or losing, was just mind-boggling to me. Like even like in games where you're like, oh, the Rams are out of it, like when they were dominated by the 49ers, it was just we're going to still throw it to Cooper Cup, who averaged over, what, 114 yards per game last season. Even if there is a regression, Mike, the targets are going to be there nearing, you know, cracked 190 this past season. I'm going Cooper Cup number three. I love it. A big time target. We'll see what Stafford's health's all about and how Allen Robinson integrates into thing. But when we look at Cooper Cup, he's just been magnificent. And no matter what you throw at him, he seems to find space. Uh, I will go back to the running back position. Then here I will take Dalvin Cook based on his running, receiving, and at do, them doing everything they can to not put the ball in an important spot in Kirk Cousins' hands late in games. Dalvin Cook, just tuck it into his gut and let him go. I, I, I'd i be apprehensive in taking the some of the running backs that we mentioned earlier. I'm going to take a running back that we mentioned way earlier. I'm going to go Najee Harris because I don't think go. people realize how much he was involved in the passing game last year or maybe just on the surface. Uh, we talk about injury history. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm just – maybe I have CMC fears, but I, I am staying away. I think that there's, there's an area where you take Christian McCaffrey, but at five overall for me right now, uh, I'm not comfortable with it. So I'm going to go Najee Harris at number five. I don't want to bust. I don't want a guy who's just going to fall off the face of the earth if I'm having a, a, a top five pick. So I'm going Najee Harris at number five. I stay off that train as well. Give, let me move over to Buffalo. I'm going to take Stephon Diggs at pick number six. Mm, this is interesting. Second one off the board. The second wide receiver gone. So a little spicy there. Yeah, a little spicy. All right. So Stephon Diggs is gone. I'll, I'll take Derrick Henry, uh, just uh, sheer volume, and uh, I think that this could be the last hurrah for the Tennessee Titans, so why not uh, try to make this thing work? Who knows what Malik Willis's role is going to be? I actually think that there will be uh, some role for him, but it's not going to be enough for him to take any points away from Derrick Henry, so I'll take the king at number seven. Nicely done. I'll, I'll circle back to the wide receiver position. Give me Justin Jefferson. Mm. Uh, with volume, especially if Adam Thielen continues to become a distant number two in that offense. He's really the comfortable guy in the red zone, but yeah, when it comes to anything else, um, it's all Jefferson. I think you'll see more Osborne on the wings of love and some of these other (laughs) young guys starting to make hay. Now I will take Christian McCaffrey. The number nine, I feel I can there I can take that. That that would be so like if you were sitting there at nine, you said Christian McCaffrey fell to me. It's worth the risk. And if you're in a twelve team league, maybe you can, you know, rebound back on uh, you know, on the backside with somebody that can can counter him. Just to me, five, six, seven, that area was still just too soon when there are, I think too many other sure bets uh in the uh, in the draft order. Yeah, it's one of those situations where people think you're cheering against the guy. It's like, no, I'm just trying to be pragmatic and looking at the offensive line, still a work in progress, even though I think Baker Mayfield might be able to will his big chip down the uh, 
down the field to create some sure. plays. Uh, but overall, McCaffrey just scares me that I'm not getting anywhere close to 17. Uh, and if that risk pays off for folks, they're going to win big. But as we always say, you win your draft later, you can lose it in the first. And he's a guy I'm not pushing in to potentially lose it with. Uh, I'm going to go to Cincinnati. Let me have Joe Mixon here. Mm. I think there'll be some workload split and obviously tons of receivers that we'll be talking about here in short order, but uh, still a guy with massive numbers in a productive offense. We're going to make it back-to-back Bengals at number 11 overall. I'm going to go Jamar Chase. Uh, There's... it's just a magnificent rookie year. I, I also think that like the Jamar Chase factor and even of what we've seen over the last couple of years, Justin Jefferson in, in his rookie season, you know, the rookie wide receivers that are out there this year, I, I I don't know how many I love compared to these to the to the other guys that that I've just mentioned. Like I don't know, I don't think Garrett Wilson's going to have that sort of year with the Jets, especially if if uh, Joe Flacco you know is the guy for you know however long he is the guy. But uh, Jamar Chase at number eleven, I think will be able to uh, back up his rookie season with great success at number eleven. Number twelve looks like he's a going to avoid suspension at least for 2022 based on everything we're reading there's nothing popping in the headlines right now alvin Kamara of your new orleans saints this is about the the area where you and i in a previous podcast we had about 10 or 11 guys that that we thought were like sure first rounders now you take Kamara and even chase at that 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 spot maybe like this is this is where now you're seeing the blend this is where the, the blend comes in, where, where there's a different caliber player that we're dealing with than the first nine or ten guys that we picked. You can totally get that feeling. Divergence begins. <laughs> it, it sure does. You have Alvin Kamara, again, half-point PPR league. I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities for him to catch passes out of the backfield. DeAndre Swift is going to go at number 13. Maybe because maybe I'm taking him too high because I love hard knocks, even though there hasn't been a ton of DeAndre Swift, except Deuce Staley being like, you could be that guy. But I think there'd be great value for DeAndre Swift. And if you're in a keeper league, another great value to keep him a years down the line. So so DeAndre Swift will go off the board at 13. See, uh, and here I thought you were just uh, focused on the VMA's announcement, Taylor Swift with her 10th album coming out on October 21st. <laughs> I, missed, I missed that. I saw that she showed up. She got an award last night or something. Big award, anniversary of the nonsense with Kanye years ago no. after she'd won an award. And then she was dancing and singing along to everybody else who performed. Okay. And everybody's like, wow, she really is a fan of all the other people's music. Supporting. Yeah, way to support. <laughs> yeah, way to go, Taylor Swift. I can't only help their brand collaborations are absolutely by the way i'll I'll save you a ticket for loverfest west for next year i mentioned i mentioned last night we are recording this on a monday so there is news by the time that this uh podcast drops which will be early tuesday on august 30th you'll have to forgive us for that but recording this on a on a monday so that's why i referenced last night was 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 it the movie award no it was the the video music awards right yeah that's it yep all right and hers was actually a real uh it's like 10 minutes long, somebody yeah, said. No, it's, yeah, no, it was a mini movie. I think you'd enjoy it. I think you should check it out. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a chance when I'm not chasing the kid around. Okay, that's good. All right, 13 Mo- picks Mobility in. is a dangerous thing for those youngsters, let me tell you. You're- 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of times you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. 
I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Up at number four after DeAndre Swift just went off the clock. There you go. At number 14 overall, I'm worried about the quarterback play, but I'm not worried about the dominance of this player as a runner and receiver. So give me Debo Samuel. Mm. I will go high risk, high reward here. Yeah, I love I love Debo. I love him in that spot. I, 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 am, a, I am a big, big fan. So Debo Samuel is off. I was kind of hoping he would fall to 15. That didn't happen. I don't know what's happening in Dallas. I really don't. I don't know. We we think we know about Ezekiel Elliott, and we know that Tony Pollard's probably the better running back. Offensive line, now Tyron Smith's knee injury, a big question. There are a lot of questions in Dallas. I'm going to roll the dice with CeeDee Lamb here at 15. And just even if Dallas stinks, Mike, you know Dak can throw the ball, and they'll be throwing the football a lot. I like Dalton Schultz's value pushed up because I think he's option number two in Dallas but C.D. Lamb at 15 may be a bit of a stretch, but for everything that's gone wrong, I just think that there's going to be a lot of opportunities for him there, so I'll take him at 15. Well, that's just it. A lot, a lot of opportunity for, for Dak to throw the ball, just keep moving the pocket, protect him from bad offensive line. Anybody notice a theme developing here as we talk about quarterback play for 2022? Yeah, bad front fives, no question about it. Uh, I'll stay in the wide receiver realm, and I'll take Tyree Kill and I'll do it while holding my nose a little bit just because I think he's a best ball hero. Mm-hmm. In other words, for the rankings, he'll find his numbers. But I think week to week, there might be some that you're just holding your breath waiting for that big play. Which which wasn't, which wasn't was also kind of the case in Kansas City last year. Yeah. I mean, there, there were there were some down weeks for sure. So it, it wouldn't be anything different, uh, different in Miami. But also, you pay him that much money, you got to figure that they're going to give him the football. Do they use him like Debo at times? Yeah. I, right? Do, do they get creative and take a bunch of that San Francisco playbook down there and say, look, I know this could get you beaten up a little bit, but it could if we block it right, you've got some pretty big glory video highlights that'll start making the rounds. At number 17, I think this is great value, and I actually like this spot for this player, and other people may have them higher, uh, Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. And not because it's anything about Devontae Adams or his relationship with Derek Carr, just... A lot of weapons Derek Carr has to throw to. And it was not the case in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers where Devontae Adams was the absolute positively number one and there was a Grand Canyon gap on who was number two. And that's it's not the case with Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro being there. Uh, I also don't think that Josh McDaniels is really cares about somebody getting 1,800 yards. And I think it's like, let's run this offense. Let's do it like this. So I think that there's a reason for you know a regression with Devontae Adams. But I think th- this is a nice spot for him if you are drafting. And if he goes any earlier, I think it could be a bit of a reach. I'll go Nick Chubb here from the planet Cleveland, expecting him to see a heavy dosage 
uh, of touches earlier in the season. And then when it comes time for the back end, assuming health and, and availability uh, and Deshaun Watson, there's the name that has to be mentioned uh, when he comes back down the stretch, offense opens up, you might have some big explosive plays on the table when it's money time. There are a bunch of intriguing names that are that are that are popping out to me that I should pick. Half point PPR as we get close to our top 20 of doing our top 50 draft. I know not everything's gone right in Tampa, but the one guy that is still there that Tom Brady likes to throw to is Mike Evans. So I'm going to go Mike Evans. I love Mike Evans in the first six weeks of the season, Mike. Yes. Like I think like 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 he is he is going to be the guy, and I think that's enough to to carry through. So I'm going to take Mike Evans right now at number 19. Hey man, he's 45, and there's a lot of blank going on. Uh, I'll turn back, even though it's a Ain't workload that, split. By the way, in, yeah. has there been more truer words spoken? Than what Tom Brady said when you're 45. No, that's the greatest analysis of all time. My <laughs> world blew up about that time. Oh, so I, I know well that of which he speaks. Hell, I can relate to a lot. I'm, no, I'm nowhere near a goat in any way, shape, or form, and certainly don't have the money, means, and businesses he does or the dominance. Uh, but I, I can relate to a number of things that he's going on, what that are going on and swirling around for Tom Brady at that age. So hey, good luck. All right, so Mike Evans goes in at, at 19. You're up at number 20. I got Aaron Jones. I know A.J. Dillon's going to leech a, a bunch out of the backfield, but I'm still looking at Jones as a 50-catch guy. There's my half PPR, but also being a viable option in and around the red zone as well. So that is the top 20. Again, get Mike on Twitter, at Swollen Dome. You can find me on Twitter, at Dan Byer on Fox. Let's round out this final five of this episode as we are going to be drafting the top 50 players of the draft. We've got the first 25 for you here. Coming in at number 21, I know Melvin Gordon's got a role, but I still think that Javante Williams is going to be that guy. I am staying away from Travis Kelsey, as we've talked about in previous episodes. I'm going Javante Williams at number 21. I can't argue it. If this is going to work, he's going to have to play play a big role. Uh, I would come back if I still ascribe to the whole handcuffing idea. I'd be reaching back for Gordon because I, I do think he'll still be a factor sure. in the red zone. Um, let's see. I don't like the next running backs. I mean, there's one I like, but I think it's more homerism than anything else. Uh, so I'm going to go with Keenan Allen and his stats for days out of the Los Angeles Chargers. One, it'll keep our colleague Steve DeSager from chasing me down and wagging paperwork in front of me. Uh, two, this is a guy that just look at him. He had some injury issues early in his career. Those got pushed aside, and now he's been one of the most dominant receivers year in, year out in the National Football League with very little fanfare mind you because while well, the chargers are never playing in january you and i were lockstep uh in in this decision i'm going mark andrews first tight end off the board at number 23 uh i think good value with that position uh, i'm going mark andrews in at number 23 huge potential for him in that slot all right i'll circle back to the running back position and this becomes a wishing wanting hoping uh and I look at three guys that are going to come off the board in fairly rapid succession here, and all of them could be boomer bust potential. I'll look at Montgomery in Chicago, uh, just that they spread the offense a bit, and he still has the explosiveness to make big plays. And to round out our top 25 of our draft of 50 that we're going to spread out over two episodes here. This is tough, Mike. This is, I know. This is really, really tough. 
I am going to go, listen, I think that there's a boost. And I think when you have a new quarterback in, I know the touchdown numbers haven't been there. But if Baker Mayfield and DJ Moore get on the same page, Ooh. I think DJ Moore could have. I mean, his numbers through bad quarterbacks have been very good. And now if Baker locks in on him, uh, we we know Baker kind of wants to you know throw to the the main guys. There was problems in Cleveland and here and there. I'm going to go DJ Moore in at number 25 for our final pick. Ooh, I love that. He's a guy that I, I've been trying to figure out exactly how much I love or don't. Yeah. I, but again, someone's got to catch the ball, right? And in this day and age, the quarterback's at 3,000 yards, and that's even if you split between two or three bad guys. Uh, you're getting towards 3,000 yards. Your number one's going to have a good chunk of that. Even if you get eight touchdowns, it would be such a great improvement. Yes. And then you add a few yards, and we're going to go DJ Moore at number 25. So there it is, your top 25 so far. When we uh, reconvene, Mike and I will uh, – not only look ahead to the upcoming season, but also finish the rest of our draft so you can make hay in your rounds as well. So for Mike Harmon, you can get on Twitter at Swollen Dome. I'm Dan Beyer. Find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. We will talk to you next time here on I Want Your Flex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.